Hello, hello there, mama friend. How are you today? I am so very glad you're here. Welcome to episode 15 of the Generation on a Mission podcast. Today's topic is one that I know will resonate with you because, well, it's a question I hear all the time from mamas. And what question is that, you ask? It's how do I get my kids to do what I ask them to do? Or even better, how do I get them to do it without nagging them or without them taking the longest? Yes, that's a question we moms as face all the time, isn't it? But I'm here to provide you with some relief and a simple solution in today's episode. Woohoo! Now, I do want to provide the disclaimer that there isn't a one-stop fix that will work with all kids 100% of the time, but it's always good to have several strategies up your sleeve in times of turmoil when you want to pull out all your hair. And I know you know what I'm talking about. But before we dive in, I do want to remind you that you can find this topic and more in the proactive parenting course that I'm going to be launching in just a few weeks. Woohoo! If you're finding yourself frustrated and constantly asking yourself, why won't my kids listen? Then you will love, love this course. And in this course, I give you all the answers and all the solutions you need to help you parent patiently and give you a fresh perspective in your parenting, leaving you feeling like the confident mama God intended you to be. And the best part is it only takes weeks to implement the strategies. And if you're ready for that, shoot me an email at generationonamission at gmail.com for a very special early bird code and I will get you all set up. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you and I know you're going to love it. Okay, mama friend, it's time to dive on in. Let's get ready for today's show, shall we? Here we go. Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. All right, so picture this scenario. You tell your toddler to put his plate in the sink and he starts whining about how he doesn't want to do it or he just blatantly ignores your request and you find yourself repeating the request once, twice, or maybe even three times and I hope you're not repeating yourself more than that. But now, it's time to dig deep and investigate why before you go entirely crazy. Now, sometimes there isn't even an answer for why they don't want to do it aside from the fact that they just don't want to do it because it's not a desirable task. And then sometimes it's a little deeper than that. Like maybe they haven't been taught how to do it or they could simply be overwhelmed with the task itself. But either way, we still need to find a way to keep them accountable for cleaning up their messes and not lose our minds at the same time because we are riding that nagging train so so far. <laughs> and believe it or not, there is a simple way to go about doing it. And guess what? You, you, yes, you mama play a major role in that. You see, sometimes when kids are kids, they create big messes. 
just by the sheer nature of exploring. They create a mess that's bigger than what they had anticipated, which is why we need to figure out how to jumpstart their motivation. And that's actually much easier than it sounds. Are you ready for the secret? Show them and get involved. Mama, you actually gotta get your hands dirty and help by doing it yourself first. And you might be like, what? Then they will never learn to do it by themselves. Actually, that's quite the opposite. See, when you're wanting to teach your kids new things, it's a great idea to follow the I, we, me method, which is I teach them, then we do it together, and then they do it by themselves. You see, tasks seem a little less overwhelming when they actually know what's expected of them and how to accomplish their task. And before you go down a rabbit hole of, I'm not cleaning up every mess my child makes, not gonna happen. Let me stop you right there and tell you that, oh, yes, mama, you don't have to. No, not at all. You just need to jumpstart it. If they see you doing it, they're more likely to take your lead, especially if they see you making it fun. Plus, if they see you modeling that expectation, like for instance, you clean up your plate when you expect them to put their plate in the dishwasher, they know that you can walk the walk and not just talk the talk. If mama's able to do it, then it must not be too hard. But before you give them any task, whether it's putting their dishes away, sweeping up their crumbs, cleaning their room, making their bed, etc., they need to be shown how it's done. And they need to see that a couple times before they start putting it into action. Otherwise, you're going to tell them the same thing over and over and over again. And that is, I'm sick of always having to clean up after you, or I'm sick of always having to remind you to clean up your mess. And I know you've heard that come out of your mouth once or twice before. So don't even play it, mama. I'm telling you what. Okay, moving on. (laughs) One way we've talked about in a previous episode, and that is making it fun by racing or playing beat me. Racing is a great way to get them to clean up their mess without even realizing that they're cleaning up. It shows them that you're willing to help them be successful and you're willing to make it fun along the way. Hey, I have a stack of toys. You have a stack of toys. Let's race to see who can clean it up the fastest. Another way to help them clean up a huge mess is to break it down for them. And the beautiful part about this approach is that you can model that verbiage for them the first couple times you do it and then they can learn how to do it with just a few verbal directions. So for example, We just got a ball pit and sometimes, okay, well, all the time, 250 balls are a lot to clean up. I can't very well expect my three-year-old to clean them all up. Again, we want to help them not be so overwhelmed. We want to help them find success and gain confidence in their abilities to do it independently. So we have to break it down. I'm more than happy to help, but as I'm helping, I'll say, hmm, let's see. What color ball would you like to pick up first? I think I'll pick up the pink one. Now, I'll pick up other colors along the way, but he knows he's tasked with picking up the blue ones because that's what color he picked. So he's focused on his task, but when he's done with blue, he picks a different color. So we're working together to accomplish the task and he's not overwhelmed with the 250 balls that are in front of his face. He's just focused on one color at a time. It makes it easier for him to accomplish the task, which isn't that what we want? Of course. And of course, you can also turn it into a game and play something like I Spy with him. The first couple times we played I Spy together, and now it's turned into a great game for me to play with him while I'm making lunch or if I'm busy holding back the baby from reversing the cleanup process. You can start by saying, hmm, I spy a red toy that I'm going to clean up. Can you help me find it? 
and you put it away or you can play it in a way where you spy the toy and he cleans it up and then he does the same for you. But when you're preoccupied though, that's when you just stick to, I'm going to spy a toy and I want you to see if you can find it and put it in the right spot where it belongs. Another option is giving him choices so that he knows that cleaning up isn't an option. You can also phrase your expectations differently and I'll break that down for you. You can do this by asking who's going to do what first. For instance, I'll say, it's time to clean up your toys. Do you want to clean up the first toy or do you want me to clean it up? But with that being said, he needs to know that you expect him to clean up the toy after that. And same goes with putting his dishes away if you're teaching him how to clean up his plate. It's time to put your dishes away. Do you want to show me where the plate goes and I'll show you where the fork goes? But again, my point is you always need to model before you expect him to do anything. And don't be afraid to do it with him because your job is to help him find success and teach teach him that he still needs to clean up after himself. After he's confident, he should start to understand what's expected of him and be able to do it more independently. And of course, when he doesn't want to help because he's too busy playing or having fun, I'll gently remind him, hey, I'm here to help you clean up your mess, but since you're not showing me you're ready, that's telling me you'd rather clean up on your own. And that's when he says, no, thanks, mama. I want you to help me. Okay, and he comes in with a much better attitude and a willingness to get the job done. And it makes it so much easier. But keep in mind too that when you're showing him that you're willing to help him, that's also teaching him that you're there to hold him accountable. If you just tell him to do something but you're not there with them to make sure it gets done, that's when you find yourself in a place of repeating the same direction over and over again because there's just no reinforcement. But what I've come to find is that my own toddler is starting to put these habits into practice. He will tell me that he wants to clean up by himself because he knows how and he knows where it goes and he's so confident about it and then proud of himself when he does it by himself. And of course, it's always a must, always a must, mama, whether we are cleaning together or he is doing something by himself to remind him that you knew he could do it. We're still trying to stay away from good job and say something like, I know that was hard for you to clean up your mess, but you did it all by yourself. I knew you could do it. How does that make you feel, bud? Or, thanks for cleaning up your mess. That was really responsible of you to clean up after yourself. But please remember this. It is so important that your kiddo knows the expectation before you get upset with him for not completing his task. You have got to make sure he knows what he's doing. But the bottom line of today's episode is that your kids want to know that you're there to help them be successful. And you can do that by modeling the expectation for them and helping them complete their tasks. And no, mama, I am not talking about doing it for them. No, absolutely not. I'm talking, I will show you how and I will help you, but we need to work together because when we do things together, that's spreading God's love and that creates less work for everyone and it makes the world a lot more desirable of a place, right? When we don't have so many big mundane tasks to do, we're here to help each other get through life and that's our purpose. And what a better way to show that to your little one than to model that for him, right? Right. So to wrap it up, one of the most successful ways to get your kids to do what you're asking them to do the first time is to one, stop nagging them. Yes, that's right. Put the nagster away. And here's what you do instead. 
first. You teach them how by showing them, and then you make the tasks fun and do it with them. Or you can give them choices as to how it gets done, and then as they grow more confident in completing the task, that's when you start to ease up and let them take over more of the cleanup. And I promise you will find much more success in getting your littles to complete the tasks that you have for them. All right, so challenge this week, Stop nagging mama and dive into the strategies of doing it with them, showing them, making it fun, giving them choices, and modeling it for them. That is what your challenge is for this week. And as always, if you find success in these strategies, I would love for you to share it on Instagram in your stories, and I will share it right back in mine at Michelle Schaff. All right, mama, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Schaff, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.